1: where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward, and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James.
0: Sustain Nutrition. Chewing the Flat Podcast. Episode 64. 64. 60 motherfucking four. <gasps> Joe, what are we talking about? The willpower episode. Bish, bash, bosh, back of the net. So,
1: currently got lots of clients on the January challenge. Lots of clients doing one-to-one coaching. Some of them doing well, some of them not. So, this was kind of, for a lot of people who are on the not end of that spectrum, been saying things like, really (laughs) "Really? (laughs) struggling, need to improve my mindset, need more willpower etc etc et, cetera, et, cetera, et cetera, looking for solutions to get back on track and to, to lose fat, and we're going to kind of have a little chat on that today.
0: Yeah, obviously, depending on when you're listening to this, we're kind of in the third official, or oh, it's coming towards the end, actually, the third official kind of dieting week of the new year, and typically, from our vast experience, week three is when people tend to run out of steam, run out of momentum. Um, and struggle and that's when people will drop off people will kind of go dark people will just be making choices that they're not happy with and not really understanding why and then they will go to a lack of motivation a lack of willpower it's a very interesting one
1: isn't it because I think that we are quite big on long-term solutions making changes that last not being about quick fixes so it's about trying to cultivate starting to cultivate a mindset where people can do it long term in the first kind of 28 days and I think one of the biggest mistakes people make is they expect to be able to hold on and to harness willpower and motivation and mindset for like long periods of time it's something that you can just kind of turn off and on or you can watch a video and you can have it and bring it back and it's just not how it works and I think that that's where people need to kind of get past before they start because they They start, you might be full of motivation. You might not be that full of motivation. But at some point, it's going to go anyway. You must have some to get started. You must have at least a little bit, mustn't you? There must be some desire to change. But then that drops inevitably, and that's when people give in. Because they're they're looking for the wrong thing by looking for the right mindset or willpower or motivation. You're just looking in the wrong place because you're expecting something to be there all the time. It's like hoping it's going to be light all the time. It's just not how it works. Unless you live in one of those countries where people go
0: mad. I don't think that exists for more than a couple of weeks. I think it's like months. Iceland does it, don't they? Possibly. Sure. Mm. The um, motivation, willpower, fickle bitch. She'll come and she'll go. Um, we're all the, kind of the most motivated when we're in the most amount of pain. Um, so you think if you found out that you are possibly going to get made redundant because you are shit at your job, you're more likely to buckle down and work harder. If your relationship's going to shit, Then you're more likely to buckle down and try harder. Um, If you're in a lot of pain because you don't like how you look, how you feel, you know, kind of the behaviors you're doing, then you're more likely to get going. But that's not going to last, you know, we've talked about this before. When you kind of move away from that pain, so say you feel that you want to lose your stone and you lose four or five pounds and you're not in the same amount of pain that you were when you were stone overweight. And that kind of motivation, that willpower will start to um, dissipate and you'll fall backwards but then the only problem is the next time you're motivated again is then again when you're back at that stone mark um, so that's why you need to put things in place that either keep you motivated or you know can kind of keep you yeah we'll keep you motivated I always say kind of motivation for motivation you need clarity and that's when you know we'll go back again no doubt to goal setting and looking at your why I think it's interesting, is it? Because you say to keep you
1: motivated and my thing is that you're not always going to be motivated no. but you need to have what we repeatedly do. You need to have a set of decisions that you're going to stick to, aren't you? And it's making a set decision that you are committed to working towards. So that on the days that you don't feel like doing it, then you do it anyway, because you've made that set decision and this is just what you do and you only get there through repeated effort and It's when you see people and they kind of waver and they say, I'll do anything to succeed except for this, this, and this. And you can already see they're giving themselves a way out. One of my clients has got a triathlete husband, and he was saying that every day he reminds himself that he's a runner. So, you know, he's not, he doesn't get up and always wants to run. It's a constant effort and a constant, it's something to maintain. And people often talk about, I want to break these habits, and I feel like my mindset's changing. And it's that belief that you're just going to, something's going to tick and something's going to break and it's going to, it's going to be fixed. And it's just not how it is. It's, it's like keeping your house clean. It takes constant work and constant maintenance. You're not just going to clean it once and everything be sorted. It's not how these things work. And you have to keep putting in that effort. And that's kind of something to, st- you know, before you even start, is just having awareness. But this is going to take longer than you want it to because it's probably going to take your entire life to get there.
0: keep talking because I found a quote that I enjoyed. I hope you found
1: it straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it.
0: Uh, it's just that, well, I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's just, you know, the same thing. It's like motivation will come and go. You know, you can watch one of the Rocky films and be uber, uber motivated for the next couple of hours and want to go and, you know, punch the bag and go out for a run and do these things. But that's, you know, it's a temporary fix. It's not something that's going to last. Like Joe said, sometimes you just got to suck it up, buttercup, and you just got to do what's required. Um, and kind of you know, look at where that's taking you on your journey. You know, you're not gonna to want to, you know, be, you know, jump out of bed and go and do a workout, you know, go train legs every single week. You're not gonna to want to, you know, stay up for another hour, prep your food for the following day. You know, you're not always gonna to want to to eat those meals. But sometimes you just have to do it. You know, it's just like you probably are gonna guess, because people aren't like us living the dream. You probably don't want to go to work every single day, you know, Monday to Friday, but you still do it. Why? Because it has to be done. And the end result is you get paid at the end of the month, which is the goal. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you went to school, probably didn't want to go to school every day, but you got it done. You just had to go and do it. And once it was done, it was done. And that's the way it's got to be with your workouts, that's the way it's got to be with your nutrition, that's the way it's got to be with your consistency. Sometimes you just have to get it done, whether you like it or not. You're not always going to be. Can't wait to work out today! Woo! And
1: you, and you know what? Be super grateful when you have those days. Because that's when it's it's like sometimes I have clients and they'll say things like, I didn't eat crap food, I had a really nutritious meal when I went out, and it was delicious, it was so tasty. Now that's gonna be the exception rather than the rule. You can't have everything. You can't have the most delicious meal that's really cheap, that's no effort, that satisfies all your cravings. These things just don't exist. I think it's Tony Robbins might talk about saying, you know, you want to be able to... Hand like a bunch of bananas. (laughs) A rather large hand. Probably two, I imagine. He says, you know, you want to be able to jump like LeBron and you want to be able to throw like Tom Brady and make money like Bill Gates. But there's no one in the world who's out there like that. You cannot have everything. and You just need to be aware of what's realistic. And we see this across every aspect of fat loss when people are weighing in. I've just been looking at a Slimming World group now and someone moaning about losing three pounds... And saying I'm never going to hit my target of half a st- half a stone a month. Well, I mean, you are, you are, but you just yeah. see this endlessly is people just bemoaning their situations based on just bullshit, based on stuff that doesn't exist, and it's just having. Yeah, you know, I've mentioned this before with my dabble into CBT or cognitive behavioural therapy, and it's a lot of people's problems are based around inaccurate thought processes that we all have that we all exaggerate our own flaws or we all dramatise certain things or we look past the positives and this is just what you need to get used to doing is when you think these, these inaccurate thoughts is analyse them and rather than just letting them run and run and run for days and weeks and months and years is just putting a stop to it or trying to put a stop to it and making, making a concerted effort to. <laughs> back to the actual point of the podcast oh I don't feel like working out today so what? You don't have to have to, you don't have to want Maybe to Maybe I it. didn't feel like doing a podcast today. Yeah, you don't have to want to do it. What matters is what you actually do. You know, I don't always want to cook, I don't always want to box up my food, I don't always want to eat my meals, but on the whole I'm pretty good at it, which is why I'm successful at doing this stuff. But I, you're I did, not gonna regret it once you've done it. And you didn't get you know, you don't get there overnight. It just takes repeated practice and tweaking the process. You know, I've got a list of ten or fifteen meals that I personally really enjoy that you know me and my missus have spent time finding different things that we both like. That now me we can go, what should we make next week? These four things. Cool. That's our week's food sorted. It's so much easier to not fuck up then. And people are expecting to get there in a heartbeat. What do you have for dinner? You know, Asking other people in the group and stuff. And that's fine, but you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking for someone else to fix your problem. The same with the motivation and the mindset. You're expecting someone else to take a harness of this and it's you that needs to do it.
0: Yeah, just looking at the process and setting that as a goal. You know us as a process-based goals. Yes. Talk about them all the time. But that's it's just every single step. That's it. Do I need to prep my food? Yes, I've done that. You know, do I need to eat the food that I prepped? Yes, I've done that. Do I need to do the workout? Yes, I've done that. And like we said, you know, you can't expect to go the rest of your life being motivated. It's gonna be ups and downs. There's times when will be a joke, i will be ass-trying training. Sometimes me and Joe would want to go get fish and chips or whatever. But you don't always do it. Sometimes you might. Yeah. But then you're going to have to accept that that's your choice. But that's a different podcast. <laughs> so you it for one-on-ownership. Um, sometimes you just got to do the work, whether you want to do it or not.
1: A good, a good point I want to go back to was you saying that When you are at your worst, is that you often are the most motivated, you make a bit of progress, and then you're only motivated again when you get back to your worst. The problem is, I remember having a client once who'd had a really scary health diagnosis and said, Right, this I've never been this motivated before, I am gonna change now. And she was absolutely adamant of it. And the problem with fear is it fades over time. Like if you spent every you know, the first time you ever saw a grizzly bear, you'd be absolutely petrified. If it was there for three weeks, you'd start to chill out a bit. And this is what you see with people. And I've asked it before. When you see people on these TV shows who are really big and you think, did they not think it was time to change? Is that you get to 18 stone and within a couple of weeks you're used to being that weight. You know, your, your body and your mind adapt really quickly. This is where the 21 days, I don't know if I told you, I must have told you before because I told you everything else. The 21 days to build a habit comes from. It's from, from people getting plastic surgery when they get used to seeing themselves. So if you're awake for 21 days, you get used to that. And then you might get a bit bigger and a bit bigger and a bit bigger. And this just spirals. So you're not going to be, you know, people might think, oh, when I gain, you know, if I get up to 18 stone, I'm going to be really motivated. You might be for three weeks. And then you'll be used to being 18 stone again. And it's And this is why it's so important to get that idea out of your head that you need to be motivated to do certain things. There are loads of ways to build motivation. I think I've just got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about this at the moment, that people are expecting that motivation is a necessity and actually it's it's a benefit, isn't it, if you've got... Yeah, habits are necessities. Yeah, habits are what you actually need to have because without that... And being consistent. You're going to really struggle. And habit, habits are consistency, aren't they? Habits yeah. are... some our habits, of, especially with me, of religious food prepping, that has come about from consistency just by doing it day in, day out, weeks on end.
0: That's it. But the the, the first, you know, weeks or months that you did it, you you had to enforce it. Mm I think you develop that skill set, and then it becomes kind of like second nature. Like this is just what I do. And it's finding all those 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 easy hacks, isn't
1: it? It's like I really enjoy. I don't eat the same meal twice a day, but I'll eat similar meals in consecutive days. So I have a rice cooker. I have all my meals with frozen veg, so I can. All I've got to then do is cook the meats. If I cook three, you know, I think this week. We've done a, say a kilo of meat Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday Making night, Wednesday night. So delicious, it's actually it really good sort the of food I have, but it then means that I've just got rice, veg, and a different meat meal four times a day. Yeah. Because that works for me. So if you need to have different carb sources, then you need to find the ways to make that easy. You know, it can still be done. There's still ways of doing it. Rice cooking, buying rice sachets. You know, doing different. I used to do a thing with having sweet potato wedges and having different things on that you can have sweet potato mash you know? it's not a fucking cooking show it should be we, we? maybe we should do that but it's just giving people cooking podcasts different ways <laughs> different ways around their problems and I think that's where people are very quick just to go well I can't batch cook because I like something different every day there's still a different way around this there's still a solution to your
0: problem and again you, you kind of you obviously go on a slight tangent there is people want no people want all this variety I want to eat a different meal three times a day seven days a week. It's 21 meals you have to individually prep. You're making things much harder for yourself. And, you know, I'm not a fan, massive fan of batch cooking like Joseph's, but I'll cook two or three meals at a time. So then I might have you know two days where it's the same food, two days where it's the same food. So it's not like I do all my cooking in one go, but if I was gonna do every single meal to be different, then I'm just adding more to my workload. But back to my point, because um, yeah, Using the example of like, say when people feel they have to be motivated, they have to do this, have this willpower, um, there's nothing kind of sadder, I suppose, when we see a client who's struggling, and then they just go, look, I'm going to step away, but mine's not in the right place at the moment, uh, I'm going to come back when I'm ready. Because, going back to what I said before, you just think, no. yeah, the, <laughs> you know, you're waiting for this magical time where you're going to go, right, now I'm ready to change you have to kind of manually physically make those changes you know, do those things to make those changes if you wear you know if you give yourself oh, I'm gonna take five months out and let's see how I feel what are the odds that you're gonna maintain your weight or lost weight very very well I'd say slim but that could be a terrible point <laughs> I don't a terrible play on words um, the odds are that you're gonna slowly and steadily increase your weight until you get to that point where you're in so much pain where you go right Fuck, what have I done? I fucked up. Now I need to make these changes. And now you're five months behind where you should be, you know, and probably in a worse state than when you first died. You need to get into the, the, the kind of the processes. What needs to change? What do I need to work on? Do I need to like you know Joe said, do I need to start prepping my lunch? You know, where where's my big stumbling block? Is it weekends? Is it poor choice lunches? Is it you know poor choice breakfast? Is it you know alcohol? during the week is it alcohol on a weekend is it uh, you snacking at night yeah, meals out Is it, most of you it is whatever it is that's what you need to focus on I'm not saying you have to just go right don't drink don't eat out blah blah but you need to put some kind of caveats on it obviously this is kind of stuff that we work on with our clients in the daily coaching Um, but just kind of waiting for this magical time where you feel that you're going to be motivated where you're going to have absolutely nothing in your social calendar for three months this perfect time just you know like a lunar eclipse it's going to happen once every 21 years. I think, uh, something
1: I used to say when I was a PT was, you know, people would come in and go, I really didn't fancy a session today, but I'm glad I did. And the best time to have a PT is when you don't want to have a session. Because if you come in super motivated and you train, a PT might be able to get an extra 20% out of you, but if it's a session you're going to sack off and you actually end up having, even if it's just like a 60% effort session, that is exponentially more than you would have been able to get on your own because you weren't going to train. And this is what you see with coaching quite a lot, is people say, i had a lady today, actually, I don't know if you saw the email, say, oh, I have a holiday in March, and I have a holiday in May, so I was going to come and work with you after that, but actually I'm just going to start now. And she signed up. And it was, it was really good because if you start now when you've got these obstacles, you'll learn the skill set you need to challenge those obstacles. Whereas if you wait until you've got a three-month period with nothing on, which doesn't exist, which but anyway. Different. But if you wait and you delay... Then you're not going to learn how to deal with these problems that are in your life because odds on the problems that you're having now will come back up again and you know it's like you see people have well it's not very often that someone's going to die or i'm going to lose my job well actually there are going to be other challenges that are stressful or are nearly as stressful so you need to learn how to cope with these different situations better because that's then a skill that you can apply as everyone told me with my history degree it's transferable skills which actually is relevant to loss, well, not so much to the history degree, it turns out. Well, you know. Glad to get some good use out of it now.
0: <laughs> You're very boring. Look who's laughing. <laughs> so that's it. Unfortunately, you know, you can't rely on motivation, you can't rely on willpower. Um, these are skills that you need to just do. Sometimes you just need to do the work. Um, and that's the sad fact. Or well, sad fact? No, I suppose it's an exciting fact because now you know. You don't have to rely, on, like I say, you know, you wake up and you go like, I can't be asked, I've got to work. But you don't sack it off. You don't just go, ah, fuck it, I can not be asked, I didn't you. Some people do. Well, I don't. Not us. Yeah. Um, you know, you just have to go because it just needs to get done. And that needs to be the same attitude with your kind of nutrition and with your training as well. It's interesting what you just said there about how you
1: initially said, oh, it's quite sad. And then you're like, actually, it's quite enlightening. And I totally agree because a lot of people, I guess you probably split the audience 50-50, is that some people will think, oh, it's, you know, it's really rubbish that I'm not going to feel motivated. And other people will go, actually, that's quite empowering because now I've got fully full control of this situation and I can choose what to do. And if you're in that former camp, then you need to force yourself to be in the other camp because you can't change it. You're just pushing against an immovable object. So you need to embrace that you're in full control of this. And there's sometimes you're not
0: going to want to do it. And that's fine just get it done anyway because you'll be glad of it longer term. Yeah, like I said, just just a in, just a butt in, buttheads. The thing is, if you have one of those days where you're like, ah, you really can't be asked to go into the gym and I really don't want to eat the foods that I prepped and then you go to the gym and even if you have a mediocre workout, like Joe said, and you eat all the foods, the following day you're going to be so glad that you did that and didn't sack off the gym, didn't go eat 16 temple donuts. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Temple Donuts is a donut shop near us they move near us <laughs> <laughs> to tempt us because we're like a cash cow <laughs> um, I've not had for a few weeks actually you know you're, and that's going to build on that momentum that's going to build on that consistency that's going to build on those habits because then you actually have some evidence that by making you're know, going against what you felt you wanted to do you're know, going against a going against what you thought you should do actually made you feel better you know, and then those days when you go, I'm gonna fucking sack the gym off. I'm gonna eat a lot of shit. You do that, the following day, you feel like shit. Then you got some evidence that that behaviour doesn't serve you, and actually, doing the things that you're supposed to do does. That makes you feel better. So it's all about that. You know, that's gonna motivate you. That's gonna give you more willpower because you already know that it's gonna make you feel better. Yeah, it's just trying
1: to harness those those negatives and the positives and use them to work with you. So like James says, just carrying those lessons forward with you. Should we do a little bit on how to give yourself some short-term motivation? I would do, but you probably want to keep you far. No, it's cool. Okay. If he does, he does. If, die, if he dies, he dies. Is that fun? Rocky 4. Uh, I haven't seen Rocky 4. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Go. If you are really struggling with short-term motivation, then you need to write down some of your goals or you need to look for external motivation. So watch some videos of The Rock, Tony Robbins, or what's the guy called? The ET, he's good. Paul Daniels. No, not Paul Daniels. ET, e. extraterrestrial. Uh, the hip hop preacher. I meant oh, you right. could you could watch the 1968 film if you wanted to. It's not 1968.
0: Where is it? Eighties. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, remember, <laughs> I remember crying a lot during. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's very upsetting. Anybody else with me when he's <laughs> when he's lying there in the river and he looks like a dusty truffle? <laughs> Do you think he's going to die? Oh, it's horrendous. It's, pretty, it's making me well up now. Guess what film I've not seen. <laughs> <laughs> Right. so
1: So, the goal setting stuff is so important because if you are willing to scratch beneath the surface and put in more effort than just I want to feel fitter, healthier and more confident you can get some absolute gems about yourself and what it means to you and this stuff can be really really motivating and you need to look at what your life is missing out on and what you
0: could possibly gain from changing check out the goal setting podcast that we did (laughs) we did an entire podcast I think it's 4 or 5 um on goal setting and how important it is because like I say you know once you get past that I just want to lose weight and be fitter and healthier and you get down to the nitty-gritty as to why that's so important, why you know how your life will change for the positive, how your life will be negative if you don't make these changes, you know what kind of bad thing is going to happen, then you will be, you know you have those that, that push goal where you're you're working towards something. I suppose just I want to lose a bit of weight. And it's all
1: super specific to you as well, isn't it? So if it's something like You know, I don't want to go to the beach in May with my family and wear this certain amount of clothing. It's a very specific, vivid memory for you. Or you can say, you can think back to past memories that were particularly painful and think on them because, you know, the word confident is just so vague and general and non specific that it's just completely useless. Where if you can think of the time that you felt the most confident and how good you felt and all the positive emotions that came with that. And then you can uh, compare that with the time you felt the least confident, the time you felt your absolute worst, your lowest point, and then look at the food that you're about to eat and ask, is it worth it? Because that's the trade-off. You can either go towards that more confident, happier you that is under X, or you know the really sad, low confidence you that happened Y, and then you've got some really strong personal motivation. It's you know if it's not causing you to have some deep-rooted feelings, then you're not trying hard enough, quite frankly. You're just just shying away from it because it's painful, because it's hard. I've had a couple of people crying, all sorts of stuff like that, when you scratch away at it, it doesn't make you feel good, but you know that you're getting stuff that's really powerful, that's actually gonna help people change. Yeah, huge difference
0: between that and just saying I want to lose weight, why? To feel better. Massive difference. It's quite hard to then say why and why and why, and people don't always get it. So, the
1: next question is when did you feel the least confident in the last six months or in the, your entire life? Yeah, and you, you get some real gems out then when people put the effort in. The
0: stronger your emotional anchor is to your goal, and the, the more motivated, I suppose, the more focused you'll be on it. And that's what we said about kind of for motivation, you need clarity, so you need to know exactly why you're doing this.
1: And this is the stuff that you need to go back to. We just said earlier about, you know, if you've gained a load of weight and within three weeks you'll be used to it, is that if you don't go back to your goals, you forget about how powerful they are. You know, if you do something... There's been times I've gotten really drunk and made an ask myself and I felt really guilty. Thankfully, I don't now. But if I was trying to change that behaviour, then you need to keep going back to those feelings because that's what's going to help you change because you go, God, that really was powerful. That is something that I'm embarrassed about and I want to change. Whereas if you just think about, oh, I feel all right now, then there's no motive to change.
0: Yeah, this is one of the reasons why we're so sort of keen on goal setting. is why we get our clients to fill out these kind of extensive questionnaires, then we ask them further questions as we're coaching them. So then when they, you know, if they do stumble, they do forget why it's important, you just say, if they say, oh, I'm losing motivation, I'm, you know, lacking willpower, is this still important to you? Fuck, thank you, thanks for reminding me of that. And that's why, you know, if you get a questionnaire that just says, I want to fit a size whatever, insert number I I don't really understand what we size is, um, that doesn't really mean anything does it, because I could take a label out of something and stick another
1: one in. It's just a fact isn't it, it's not an emotional trigger, it's, it's a rational trigger, yeah. a rational
0: event or whatever, I don't know. Cool. talk too much, Yeah. so yeah, don't wait for motivation, don't rely on willpower, create those habits, those systems, those choices that you can do consistently day in and day out and that's what's going to get you results and guess what when you get results you stay fucking motivated stay happy quite keen to keep going yeah you stay focused so thank you very much for listening guys if you enjoyed the podcast if you liked it don't be afraid to share it drop us a message tell us what you liked about it tell us what we got wrong tell us how many times we swore I don't know if we did swear in on this one actually I did first five words well, you didn't did I? didn't you? you cheeky little swine um, <laughs> other than that thank you very much don't forget to like subscribe Leave us a comment, give us suggestions on what you want to hear, we're all ears. Good? Sayonara.